Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. We roll, we crit, we succeed and fail. Drink up, me Artie's yo-ho. We record and podcast and even tell tales. This week on Dead Men Tell No Tales. Uh, I mean, roll no crits. Uh, it's a pirate's life and death for me, yo-ho. As I'm your GM, Patrick here, welcoming you back to the deck of the Tidebreaker. Joining me are five friends and pirates. You know them as Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Hey. Hey, Hello. I thought you were I thought you were gonna say something about ales. I was waiting for ale to show up. Ales? I guess I'm always waiting for ale to show up, technically. <laughs> right. Uh I did say That's why five... I had this dumbwaiter installed. Mm. <laughs> there there are there are five friends indeed here tonight, not just you four, as we're joined by another of our Patreon supporters, friends and fellow gamer, uh Donald aka Wookie Gunner on the Discord. Hi, how are you doing, Donald? Pretty good. Oh yeah, been working on making a pirate PC for for this game for a while now. I'm very excited. No spoilers on your character to introduce them tonight. Um, but thank you so much for making that pirate and joining the podcast as a guest. Staying up late, we record pretty late at night to play some games with us, as well as your steadfast support of the podcast slash Patreon. We've played Starfinder before, you and I, in person and online. I was there too. Rebecca was there. <laughs> Rebecca and I have played in person a couple of times, actually, which is which is fun. Uh, but what what is? Do you have a a long history of the the last year and a half of Pathfinder Second Edition? Have you have you jumped into a lot? Um, not a lot. So I've been playing the couple can oh, i've been playing one campaign um play by post on discord and then i'm actually running extinction curse right now oh my um, play by post so. Dinos dinosaurs and circus freaks yep yeah that one seems pretty crazy scale of one to let's say one to five how much are you freaked out by that one <laughs> um not too bad so far. I mean, we're still in book one. We're kind of taking a little slow. We're almost at the end of book one. Correct. And, you know, it's it definitely, you read the back of the module and you go, oh, this is what's going on. And then you get to the end of book one and you're like, that's not what's going on. <laughs> yeah, they they, uh, they snuck in. And it's like, oh, it's just going to be a circus adventure path. It's going to be lots of fun in the big ring. <laughs> Surprise. Book book six, no spoilers, but it's like, how did we get here? We were in a circus. <laughs> um, very excited about a lot of Pathfinder second edition things coming out in the future. Things as a as a Paizo partner, I can't even talk about right now. Secret things, but we're obviously way back in the past in Skull and Shackles land, converted to second edition. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, I was very excited to talk to to Jonathan and John uh, about their characters, but without spoiling anything, I think Donald, you might have made one of my favorite PCs of this campaign so far. Uh, so no spoilers, but let's let's Ouch. just get, let's get into it. Yeah, take yeah. that, yeah, Jonathan. Tough criticism. That's a real and you guys. That's a real I'll miss you most of all Scarecrow kind of thing you just said. <laughs> yeah, bye Scarecrow. <laughs> um, huge tale to tell tonight. So let's get into it. This this week's episode 
starts in the captain's quarters of one Cassius Vell. We see Lane straight, face down, in a feathered bed, straddled by none other than the inscrutable lady of Besmara herself, the ship's surgeon, Sandara Quinn. She has a, a poultice made of aloe and cream and alcohol. She uh, spreads among her hands and works into the captain's shoulders here. And she says, Why, Captain, if I didn't know any better, I'd think you'd like sunstroke upon you back just to have me apply this salve personally. Everybody has to have some way of relaxing, and I like to soak up some sun. And if it also means that a pretty lady applies some hostess to me back, I won't say that that is a bad thing, and I count on Besmara's luck for having such a a privilege. If in, in this the next keeps... room, in the oh, next no. room, Bartleby gently massages uh, <laughs> butter into Hanto's <laughs> back. <laughs> oh no, the the fan cannon <laughs> is is Bartleby rubbing in that butter that I ordered him to do. So B Bartleby, in my mind, is indeed in one of like the two cabin boy rooms which is like a closet like a glorified <laughs> closet so Honto is just like cramped up in there and getting the rub down uh no podcast uh, rating warning yellow <laughs> uh, uh she will continue to uh apply the salve and, and says and, and kind of like slops on a a nice cold uh handful and says uh if in this keeps up i may have ambrose croup apply your next application Kets just kind of squirms a little bit. And he says, Again, indoor activities have always been also a passion of mine. <laughs> Perhaps I'll rethink me, rethink me free time. Uh, she'll kind of like trace um, her fingers across your, your back, your upper back, and, and remark and say, you know, this, this tattoo here. In battle, I, I swear I've I've seen the waves move, the waters glow. By what magic was it applied to ye? Mm, that'd be a long tale, I suppose, or perhaps one that's a little shorter than I would like. Fact is, I don't know when the tattoos were applied, nor how they'd be applied to me person. When I was discovered by those that raised me, the tattoos already be applied. And I was quite young at the time and off a nasty shipwreck. But your eyes be not deceiving, they be true. Oftentimes with rough storms or bad weather, the tattoo will uh, seemingly reflect how the sea feels, how the sea moves even. Once I even managed to to steer us away from a squall of bad weather because the tattoo acted up early. Bit of a good luck charm that I think of fondly, even if I do not know its origins or how it came to be upon me. Well, Backstory alert, yellow. <laughs> We're getting deep into it, folks. You know, she'll um, kind of ponder it as she'll, you know, let you up uh, and say, I... I've known folk survive a shipwreck once and and have been shown Besmar's blessing, but surviving it perhaps more than once 
avoiding storms like you have with your, your driftwood crew. Perhaps you have more than just the pirate queen on your side. That may be true, but I... Her favor is more than enough for me, and anything else is, well, loot on top of loot, I suppose. As uh, as she gets up and kind of turns her back to you, your mind drifts for a moment, and standing there, just for, for a moment out of the corner of your eye, you don't see Sandara Quinn, her fiery red hair, but it, it all, of a, all of a sudden is muted black, and you see those golden bangles form on her wrists, the same ones as your your former first mate, a long-lost love woman named Isabella Locke. The smell of the pulses having gone to your head, you kind of shake off the strong vapors and once more see Sandara before you. And she'll sit down in, in your, your captain's chair at the map table and, and light up her, her pipe with a, a fragrant leaf that smells of foreign northern shores she remarks you know these these captain quarters have remained fairly barren since you've taken the tidebreakers commands seemed to me back aboard the wormwood you'd have to beat tilly bracket or barefoot sams off you with a cudgel handsome lad like yourself the ladies seem to like you even before you are captain but now they're at a an arm's length what be your aim there vel that is captain I try to be more responsible or not fraternate with the crew as much. I don't. I finally have something. I finally have a crew and a ship that can go somewhere that could achieve something great. And I suppose I'd be a little wary about making any mistakes. Lately, my my mind has been on past memories, past mm, affections. I suppose the mood just hasn't caught me. Understandable. The pirate's code might frown upon it, but uh, what about fraternating with other officers? She'll raise an eyebrow to a seductive question mark. But obviously, before we play this gross scene out any longer, <laughs> the ship lurches forward and to a side as you, you feel it hit something in the waters. And, and she'll follow you out of the captain uh, captain's quarters saying, uh, a duty before pleasure, it seems, Captain. Podcast uh, rating alert averted. <laughs> we're PG-13, baby. <laughs> oh, we're PG-13 until the crit bit at the end. Those are unrated. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's all Bartleby Butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, oh. is... We're going to call him Butterbee by the end of this episode. <laughs> Butterbee. Butter. Okay. Outside it is, a, it is a beautiful day. Days after your stormy weather with whalebone pilk uh, having blown themselves out and around the tidebreaker you see the waters glistening amongst shallow crystal clear water no land for miles but you see some sandbars uh, below the water surface here uh, 30 40 feet below and uh, around many of them a forest of corals overgrown in a million different color shapes and sizes why don't you make me a a nature check there anybody that wants to oh anybody 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 that wants to yeah oh we got a good Ooh, one it's quite average <laughs> would you roll a 10 jabert i did 
Oh, everybody's showing me up. I don't know anything about coral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you're you're from the the desert originally. Yeah, I'm, I'm from the desert, and then I lived in the swamp for a little bit. Yeah, you got all kinds. <laughs> don't of nothing. Don't terrain. know nothing about coral. Well, maybe now you can. Oh, uh, you guys who over all over twenty here, indeed know that outcroppings of coral like this that kind of dot the shackles are home to varieties, thousands of different fish and crustaceans and sea creatures. There are indeed unexplored shoals that stretch for miles that have uh, never been touched by a sailor's hands. And Rosie Cuswell will make the suggestion, much like you did when you were back on the Wormwood, and, and say, you know, Captain, this might be a a, a place to, to set some crews a crabbing and see what our pots can drag up while we navigate these waters. Oh um, boy, it's a Honto episode, everyone. <laughs> Get in the water. Uh, other option is, is is we maybe back out, sail around the coral, though it might add some time to the trip. Cassius thinks for a moment and he says, Crab do be one of my favorite things to have as a luxury, so why not drop pods and try to round ourselves up a feast? We have yet to properly celebrate our victories over Whalebone Pilk and award Alaris new title with all honors first mate proper no uh, uh, yeah, well, first first mate alaris breaker of bells is her full <laughs> title now Ooh. and it needs Ooh. to be christened. no Al alaris bell breaker yep i think breaker of bells has a nicer ring to it i didn't no. mean it, it, it sounds it sounds i didn't like even mean to do that <laughs> it sounds like a Khaleesi name. Breaker of the bell. It, it does, but I mean, I mean, and, and bell breaker or breaker of bells. I mean, tomato, tomato, right? You can you can have both. I think is is fine. All right. That point, we'll, it's We'll see what the tales are told about her after he is set into uh, port next. Relatively calm waters here as you set out. Um, well, what four pirates are, are going on? Uh, each of these fishing expeditions. Mm, is this a... This is, this is fishing, right? Yeah, is this well, a Bartleby, Ozzy, <laughs> um, uh, Kovic, and uh, Sharga? That's one team. I don't Hunter think Sharga has, knows how Hunter to swim. Fishing war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're an officer. You've got responsibilities on the ship, Honto. Hon yeah, Honto unfortunately cannot go out fishing for fun. You gotta whip people day in, day out. Man. However, that's what, however, the, that's I, what the spear is always used for, for hunting. It's not used for fighting. Um, <laughs> so what, you go in and you're like one team by yourself. <laughs> you come back with like uh, 50. Days. Yeah, like he hears that fishing is happening and like he like gets I ready to go. Have fishing lore. <laughs> <laughs> you get your fishing gear ready and Kaz just grabs it and goes, oh, thank you for bringing out the gear. I'll give that to the people who will actually be fishing. <laughs> well, you can give them orders. You can tell them like, this is where you need to go and this is what you need to do, right? <laughs> you just, see you just can't go. Struggling to swim. He's like, <laughs> I, like I could have Actually, I will say Sharga, Sharga does have a lot of strength and it takes strength to <clears throat> swim, right? So she could probably do that. Or yeah. pull up pods, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we could do Sharga, Kovic, and then let's do uh, the Tengu's name is is Kukarik, 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 Kuk for sure. Uh, and then one last spot. I don't know. Let's do. Oh, we haven't picked on Ichito Greg for a while. 
Go, Ichijo! No. I think we pick on him every episode, actually. Damn right, I'll get them crabbies and them bots for ya! My name is Ichijo, Greg. <laughs> uh, so you get the that, man. You get the boats out, and they're, they're gonna kind of move ahead of the ship as you slowly navigate some of these coral reefs. And it is extremely calm waters here as they've got, you know, breaker action for some of these larger waves. But as you are sailing, of course, you are interrupted by a rude rogue intruder. A rogue wave uh, happens upon the tidebreaker coming up on the starboard side. And you hear from the crow's nest, just batten down the hatches, wave off the ship's bow, brace for impact. Everyone aboard secures lines and, and holds on for dear life as the ship seems to crash through a massive waterfall, a huge 50-foot wave that just comes smashing down on the, the deck from, from out of nowhere. Is the tidebreaker flat-footed? <laughs> and Tidebreaker has succeeded at its perception check uh, from the crow's nest. and So no sneak attack damage. Okay, good. You're able to steer directly into this thing. And as the, the waters reside, you know, people are soaked. And there, there are small crabs and, and fish littering the deck now as the waters recede. And perched upon the shoulder of Cassie's is what looks like a large clump of Shelves and seaweed. Donald, welcome to the, the podcast. What did you do here? <laughs> who who are we looking at sitting what on the captain's you rot shoulders? <laughs> so you see this gentleman. He's about three feet tall. And he looks like he is a creature made out of seaweed. And he is wearing seashells as opposed to clothing. And he looks at you and goes, Ah, Captain Vell. I have been looking for you. I am Fratzum, courtesan of the Coral Castles, writer of the winter tides, and bringer of tidings. And today I bring you tidings, specifically a message. It seems that you are a wanted man. One Tooth John, I uh, believe he is a formerly of your acquaintance, has his porth put a bounty on your head, stating that you have acted in accordance to the pirate laws. You have violated your oath as a captain, and you have cr voluntarily created the destruction of crew property. Cassius uh, looks around. It's a, it's a teeny wanted poster that this figure pulls from a, I imagine a waterproof scroll casing. And so and real, it, real quick, Patrick, who's Donald replacing on the cast exactly? <laughs> Is it me? Everyone. Uh, it's it does have a very crude drawing of of Cassius, um, and it says a reward is one hundred gold pieces. Cassius looks around at whoever is closest to him, Sandara or or Valerius, and says, "Did this mermaid just read me my rights?" <laughs> <laughs> And he, and he puts his hand on his head as he's as he's trying to think, and he says, "All right, let's set aside for a moment the lunacy by which you just arrived on me ship. Tell me your name again, and what's your purpose for informing me that I have a, a one hundred gold bounty on my head by a man who I, you say, is formerly of my acquaintance. Yet one tooth John doesn't ring any 
particular bells in my belfry. Yes, I am Fratzim, courtesan of the Coral Castles, riders upon the winter tide, and bringer of tidings. And I am here to bring you the tiding that you are a wanted man. And do you be trying to collect on that wanted bounty that you have informed me upon? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't say I was the collector of bounties. I just said I was the bringer of tidings. And I bring you tidings. And that tidings is a message. Bring well, tidings on the tide. Get it? Oh, good pun. Yeah, Thank you. I was, I was aware of the, I'm the very happy. use of the word tide, yes very happy i interrupted for that one mind you this figure is indeed perched on your shoulder it's about a foot and a half tall how how tall are you i, I was originally thinking about a foot and a half um depending upon which website you look at it's a small creature so it, they say anywhere from two to three feet easy eaty beaty and wait, wait, you need to put the art in the the episode um notes but the the seaweed leshy art from Paizo, which is so good. It's like oh, maybe boy. my favorite piece of art they've ever done. <laughs> oh, okay, continue, please. Well, my aquatically arrival, arriving friend, now that you've delivered your, your tidings of my wanted nature, I must ask, well, who is this one-tooth John? Do you know who the one-tooth John is? And... Why is he be putting a 100 gold bounty on me head? And I must say, the picture that you use here doesn't need improvement, Patrick. Or do I look very handsome in this? In this? Oh picture? no! Whoever whoever did this obviously went to one of those people on the boardwalk that like bring out the uh, just makes you like a big head with like. Oh, it's a caricature. Stupid, it's it's caricature, and oh. also oh, there's like bedhead going on. No captain's hat, just like <laughs> we're going to need. If we're going to be bringing tidings of my wanted nature around the the shackles, we're going to need to fix this picture right here first and foremost. I can't have I can't have my likeness being represented by such a rough interpretation. Let's be calling it that. They never get my nose right. It reminds <laughs> me of uh, Tangled, you know, the wanted poster. Oh yeah. <laughs> This is very Flynn, I suppose. Isn't that, that was his name. Yeah, Cassie's yeah. nose is, is like a, a a carrot on a um, a snowman. <laughs> like, so, d does does our new friend know who One Tooth John is, or do I know? Who, does that ring? Does that ring any bells to Cassius? It doesn't no. ring any bells to Tyler. No, not really. Um, you you have had a few crew, but yeah, you think you would remember someone you spent. You know, most of your crews, you were up with them for at least uh, five or six months, so probably not someone you'd uh, you would forget. So, not a lot of information there. What? Uh, well, yeah. What other questions would you have for for Flotsam? I do like I do like the number of titles and and introduction length. That is very piratey. That's exactly what we're looking for. Cassius likes that as well. So I suppose this next question would be, well, Flossum, now that you've delivered your message, what do, what is next? Do, do you wish to sail with us for a course, or now that you've made your entrance, do you exit just as swiftly? Then Kanto will lean in and go, are you offering quarter, Captain? Well, I don't think he's going to be giving us much of a problem, and 
I've never quite seen something quite like him, so he is quite cool. <laughs> There's a cool factor to his application. No, 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 my curiosity is maybe getting the better of me, but... Uh... I think you get a rare Eruxi eye roll from that one. <laughs> there, perhaps as as way of answering, uh, there uh, you guys can hear far off in the distance across these now calmer waters uh, are some screams as you look out across the the glassy, watery surface of this coral sea. It looks like one of the boats that you have sent out has been upturned, and you see sailors splashing about in the waters. The Vigito Greg upturned the boat again. I'm going to have that man in the bilge pub for a week. <laughs> no, but Donald, you know that if indeed uh, Cassius was a, a name that was bandied about the married courts, perhaps that might have also garnered him some attention from other underwater entities that might might have a stake in, in claiming him for their, their own um, as either perhaps a, a plaything or a trophy or test subject of some, some sort. And with that, uh, just a few moments after you hear the shouts, uh, something hits the bottom of the ship with a significant amount of force. And, um, you know, something you can feel as you're not anywhere near the coral here. And, oh yes, um, I should probably mention that there are some things in these waters that you might want to worry about. Perhaps it's a possibility you could have been followed. You have no way of, of knowing that for sure. But indeed, it seems like something something's come out to play. And you know for a fact, folks, what that means. It's a Honto episode. We're getting in the water here. Oh, time to jump in. <sighs> can we get some water breathing, though? Can, a, can, yeah, can well, your yes. boy get some water breathing before we jump into <laughs> death? You have a, a couple of rounds here, but after after that, there's another you know huge knock on the the ship. So, so whatever it is, wants to see you, wants to say hello, or just your mom. <laughs> you haven't called her in a while. Give your mother a call, everyone. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> Come on. Pause this podcast. Call your mothers. <laughs> I guess after we spend some time doing the water breathing bit, Cassius will pop. You know, grab his officers and, uh, you know, tell Sindar to keep a look, keep watch over the edge, send some people out to go fetch the, help out the those who have been overturned and hop into the water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do we have, um, are, are you willing, Donald, is your character willing to to follow your, your mark here into the waters to, to see what wrath you've wrought or the seeds Wait, it's have like wrought? Mark? Uh, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, uh, new friend, new friend. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Okay. Well, since I can't breathe water, I'll cast water walk on myself, and then I'll follow him. <laughs> water walk? <laughs> You're just walking on top of the wave. <laughs> they, they can he be included in the water breathing? How many people does it affect? Water. Uh, I, I I believe it changes with level because I think you can I think it's a duration that you get to separate out Jabert, what's your water breathing how does your water breathing separate out 
Um, for the it, level it's three, it's up to five creatures. Yeah, for the level three, it's up to five creatures, and then we got it. Yeah, I think one hour. So yeah, so cool. it looks like level two is one hour, and then you can heighten it third to be eight hours. Oh my! Okay, okay right. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Yeah. So so I, I have a level two prep. Sorry. No. So. Cool. Life bubble still better. <laughs> Step out. <laughs> Um, what um, what else do you want to do? Is there uh, other spells you, uh, Donald, your character would like to cast, or are we are we getting into another mode here, Kando? So, I guess not at this point. Okay, things that I've got yeah. are basically uh, uh, debuffs and attacks and that sort of thing. It's it's still daytime, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, crystal clear waters, and as you maybe turn around the corner here why don't we make um well i'll allow you to choose if you want to do perception to to start us off in initiative turn order you can or athletics for a swim check i can't stealth i can't try to sneak around in the water the water is is as clear as a perfect crystal i don't know if yeah, and let's anywhere... face it, Alaris is probably dog paddling. She's. <laughs> I don't know if there's anywhere for you to, unless you want to walk along the bottom. If you want to be a bottom feeder, walk along the coral. All right. Whoop. Let me reveal the entirety of this map here. Get a good look at some coral. 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 I've been wanting to make a coral joke this whole time. <laughs> coral. Yeah, sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't find an opportunity to bring coral up. Uh, swimming amongst these crystal clear waters above what looks like the timbers of a uh, of an ancient ship, amongst the reef and some some rock like outcroppings, is what seems to be just a, a huge tentacle fish monster. Indeed, that seems to be what is coming at you all. Uh, it has swum a little way from the ship and is now barreling back towards you. But first in the initiative turn order is Alaris Adele Karen. Uh, 17 on the dice for a niche. So do I see something oh, in you front see, of me? Oh, you see it all right, indeed. This, this huge creature. Where is the creature? Zoom out, Rebecca. Oh, my yeah, God. Sorry. It is... Uh, a little ways away, about 50 feet away from me right now. Oh, oh, I, I needed to scroll up. Okay. Yes, indeedy do. If you would like to figure out, recall information about it, this is going to be occultism. Oh, that's something I'm trained in. I will try to figure that out. Oh, the tentacle fish isn't natural. Oh, Shocking. Natural 20, so 31 Whoa. on that. Holy snap. I can tell you... Uh, I can answer a couple of questions for you, what you would like to know. But I can tell you, uh, this is an Algolthu master, a aquatic aberration. I was going to say, that looks, that looks like a little bit like an abolith, huh? Oftentimes known as, indeed, an, an abolith, an, an evil aquatic creature. I can increase the, the art here to show you guys what you're you're working with. Four very large tentacles coming out of like where you would see like gills or something on a, a fish, and a, a few large spines along its back, and 
three eyes, one over the other, in front of its face. I'm also not in like... love with those golden horn hair things. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like uh, a... Poisonous, like venomous, a, right? A, a crown of, of like, seaweed uh, upon this one's head. Um, in, in in some ways, it almost looks like a water-based akata, like an aquata. <laughs> but this one is like twenty feet long, so it is a is indeed a huge creature. What would you like to know about it? Is there a question you have? Does it have any special attacks? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are its interests? <laughs> uh, you you've heard of these things? They're mucus. They're just like covered in like an, an aura of ooze. And I'll, I'll give you both their abilities, their main abilities. One indeed is mucus cloud getting within five feet of this thing while underwater. Uh, it has a transparent slime around it and anyone, uh, any air breathing creature adjacent to it um, loses the ability to breathe air, but gains the ability to breathe water for three hours. If you fail a fortitude save. And um, it... <laughs> so you have to be a fish for four hours. You, you have to be a fish for three hours. That's you awesome. get to go fishing for a while. Not that bad. It's. I'm very interested in knowing how water breathing magic interacts with this. I, I think you just normally would know. be able to just pop out of the water with water breathing, but this yeah. you would not be able to. Yeah. The other ability that I'll, I'll give you because it's. I mean, it has some spells and things like that. You'll figure those out. But its tentacle attack does a has a slime curse attached to it that transforms the target's skin into like a translucent jelly and and gives you drained condition. It's not great. <laughs> Any cool benefits for being slime skin jelly skinned? I mean, you're easier to eat. You're easier mm. to slice open and mm. and sup upon like a a, a Christmas pudding. Uh, Would right. I be as almost as easy as let's say a jelly bean or a milk dud? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> perhaps easier depending upon your flaws. Okay, um, who tastes like grass? That is a single action, Alaris, and you've got two more. Well, I, oh, uh, yeah, I can tell you that Alaris wants to stay far, far away from this thing, having just, you know, barely survived a terrible curse. Doesn't want to go through that again. I think I'm you just going to hold my turn. You don't want to breathe underwater and, and get jelly skin? <laughs> Not particularly, no. Okay. All right. So Holden, Holden. Uh, Should get our curve blade out and just have it ready to go in case. You can ready. Yeah. An action if it comes to you, but yeah, holding your turn would have to be, I think, your entire turn. Oh, um, that is okay because we'll get this guy, we'll get this guy right up in your guys' face. It's next in the turn order, of course. And with a ludicrous speed, he's ludicrous, gone plaid. Ludicrous, gone ludicrous, <laughs> damn it, Tyler. Whim speed. <laughs> get out of here, Seth. If you don't, if you want to make the joke first, don't mute your mic. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's gonna get up to you guys about 10 feet away from Candoso and a Cassius. And of course, uh, we're gonna make some, actually, we're, uh, we're gonna do what this thing came here to do. It's just gonna, it's gonna take Cassius. It's gonna cast a spell on you <laughs> through the water here. And you can feel, feel yourself getting psychic 
images, mental commands being sent directly into your your mind. Give me a will save. Um, Patrick, if it casts a spell underwater, it loses some of its oxygen. <laughs> I don't know if that's the fish does gonna yeah. have any problem with that as an okay. aqu- aquatic. I'm a, I am an expert in will. So let's see what my expertise in will tells me here. Do I think that's a pass? Ooh, I rolled an eight, which isn't terrible. But like it's close. The, D- the DC's got it. It's got to be close. It depends on how bad it is. If it's not that bad, I probably didn't pass. If it's really bad, I might have passed. Donald, gonna- as our as our guest, what, what what's your advice here to, to Cassius? <laughs> or Flotsam's advice? I'm thinking it's large, and we know it's not a native of this plane, so magic's probably one of its fortes. So it probably has a high DC. I'm gonna reroll it. I don't think eighteen re- would beat like the town shopkeeps DC. That's <laughs> <laughs> holding back the good advice. Yeah, that that would have been a fail. Uh, but guess what? Rolling uh, does doesn't oh, matter. No. No, I mean, it, I, I had to try. I knew Tyler, this was going to be bad. Tyler, the good news is that second roll is not a critical fail. It's very close, but um, uh, a fail nonetheless. Nonetheless, here you gained the controlled condition. Uh, this thing is in your mind, and all of a sudden, the same kind of red glowing eyes. This this creature has now you see in your your good friend Cassius everyone Hanto we're on to you rad okay um it's a Hanto episode everyone no it's seeming a little bit more like a Cassius episode if I'm being completely honest but okay <laughs> this thing is big in fact it's not large I think this is officially huge territory it's if huge. I'm correct okay yeah, it's um, a 15 foot square foot uh, yeah, yeah. So, if this thing has reach that's appropriate, even approaching this thing is going to be a bad idea. Well, so it's, it's, got a, it's, it's got a reaction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who knows? It's not super common. I think what I'm going to do is Hanto. Sorry, not what I'm going to do because I am not <laughs> Seth. Jump in the water. I'm not crazy Whee! like Hanto is. I'm going to go ahead and utilize Key Rush. Now, Hanto normally has, at this point, a swim speed of 35 feet. Oh my. I'll swim all the way around this thing using Key Rush. Ooh. So if it has an attack of opportunity, it is more difficult to hit. If it does, it doesn't take it, but. Cool. While, While you're there, make me a fortitude save. Sure, you know. Let's see if you, you get the mucus cloud in your lungs. He's just trying to make us use all of our re-rolls at the beginning your of the episode. your best. No, it's not, actually, if you can believe it. I rolled a 20? Um, real good. Does 20 seem like... I wouldn't waste it. Mind you, yeah, the only one... Only negative here, basically, is you, you indeed will lose the ability to breathe air, but... Hanto doesn't have that knowledge. I don't think Alaris was able to communicate that information to the party. 
I imagine. I think she clearly said blub, blub, blub. You can shout. (laughs) I think you can shout underwater if you've got water breathing. Can you Uh, shout, shout, let it all out? Here, everyone, go get a glass of water. We're gonna we're gonna do this episode all blub blub stuff. Well, it's like when you were a kid and you and you yelled at your friend in the swimming pool. Yeah. Everybody did that, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think it's like that. You could, yeah, you really have to scream. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just scream at Anto. Mucus not bad. <laughs> Stay Regardless, away. Are Within you, are you, six seconds. <laughs> are you keeping this, Seth? Yeah, why not? All right, guess what? Mucus in your lungs. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Your mucus cloudied. It's like a hagfish. It's like a worse hagfish, which oh, is hard to yeah. imagine. Well, don't oh. worry. I think we're all going to get l- mucus lungs, so I think you know, we're all going to be chilling underwater right. for a few hours. <laughs> I, magical think, I think it's going to command Cassius to come over and just, like, breathe it in. I mean, think of all the crabs we'll, we'll catch while we're down here, though, right? Yeah. True. Yeah. Some yeah. would say Silver this lining. curse is crappy. I'd say it's carpy. Don't. Oh, oh boy! Crabby. Crabby. I'm so crabby. glad I get to edit this because all coral! this, is, none coral! of this is making it's it. It's carpy coral. None of this is making it. Seth, uh, you've got another action. I've got two you. other actions. Please, in in fact. please take them. All right. Well, let's go ahead and go with that uh, wolf wolf uh, thing stance. Awu. Awu. Kind of gave up on the awu. I don't think we ever found the awu that I that we use for when Hanto enters the stance. But awu. And flurry blows. Ooh! Oh no! Twenty-six a hit. Oh, you son of a bee! That's a hit. Okay, is a seventeen a hit? Not a hit. You know what? Oh no! Reroll. No, no, no. Oh no! A very oh, no. twenty-three a hit. That is. Nay. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, a Honto episode, folks. Where they? <laughs> I just want to open this up with a bang, a couple yeah, bangs. That's so a of, uh, that's a lot of damage. A combination of two attacks for one source of damage, which is twenty-one piercing damage to this creature. Twenty-one on the board. First damage on this huge creature as your Aruxi pal just swims up underneath or behind or to the side and then starts. <laughs> slashing at its its dorsal fins. I've traditionally been very critical of dorsal fins. No, no damage reduction or anything of that nature that you can sense with your claws as we move on to our guests. Uh, Flotsam, it is your turn, Donald. Ducros, Ducros. So... Flotsam, being a sorcerer, has an ability called Signature Spell, which allows him to pick one spell per spell level that he can heighten without having to learn it at the higher level. And he has picked, for his first level spell, our good friend Hydraulic Push. So I'm going to cast it as a level three spell. Oh my. Each additional level gives him an additional 2d6 of damage if he hits. I'm hoping you hit. So that is, that is that normally two d six? It's normally three d six. So if he hits, it'll be seven d six. Oh, okay. Oh boy. So let's see how this does. Seventy six damage. <laughs> this is a an attack roll, a spell attack roll, right? Yes. Oh, oh no. Four on the dice. You got a hero so, point. Yeah, yep, I'm gonna re-roll that. Oh yeah, hero point. You can do it. Oh, there no. we go. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's the okay. 
It's much better. It's, yeah, it's like the opposite side of the, point. the yeah. dice. You went from 4 to 16. That and, is a hit. Yes, and I will point out that did it roll 1, 2, 3, 4, 5? It rolled 6 of them. It does not look like it rolled all 7. That looks like so. it rolled 3 dice. Okay, I've got, I guess mine still got all... Uh, three is what it should be rolling. I yeah. guess I've still got the previous ones. So you I still need to roll the 46. Roll that right. separately. Yeah, so a massive uh, wave just comes crashing through you guys and rocks this guy a little off balance yep, here. So that would be a total of 21 damage. Nice. Okay, all right. Uh, another 21 on the board <laughs> uh, on this turn. Uh, that brings us to Candoso. Well... I think Alaris delayed her turn. Alaris, do you want to go right now? So no, she... I can't delay my turn. I yeah. just readied an action. So if oh, it comes near me, I, I can swing at it with my sword. I see, I see. Okay. Solid um, Cool. Um, all right. I'm going to cast a focus spell. I'm going to cast Old Wild Shape, I think is what it's called. Old Turning into the shape. old water bear. Old water bear is what it is. You to otherwise known as a snark. And that's two actions, and I'm going to move forward with my third action. Wait, a water bear is actually like a thing. Tardigrades? That's a tardigrade, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's right. tardigrade. It's, it's decidedly less impressive. We've got to actually talk to you about tardigrades for about 45 minutes. <laughs> All getting caught. Do you know that they can survive in space? It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Listeners, this is a Tyler edit episode. We've got Honto on one side of this huge aberration and a shark on the other side. But I've got Cassius under my control as we get to his turn. Oh, no, I've made what a huge mistake. <laughs> I think I mean, technically, you've not done any damage yet. I think you've got a an impulse from this thing to either head over to a Honto and attack or a Leshy friend in the form of Flotsam. Let's roll this randomly. So does Tyler just, like, get to go, like, have a break? <laughs> no, Tyler. Uh, I assume I'm, I'm going to get to make all the rolls. So yeah. Tell don't you worry about it. You're going to float right over to your, uh, your okay. new... Your new cool friends, Flotsam. Am I going to try to gain panache, or am I just going basic mode here? I, th I think this thing, well, uh, you gain the controlled condition. It dictates how you act, okay, actions, attacks, act. reactions. I don't think it knows your special ability, so it okay. will have you draw your weapon and attack. Uh, sword, okay. swipe. Okay. Oh, 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 uh, does a 31 crit you? Crit on Flotsam. Uh, yes, actually it does. You monster, oh. Tyler. Okay, well, that's 25 points of damage, and you're flat-footed to me. <laughs> Tyler can't not roll crits. He's so Thanks for showing up, Don. <laughs> do I, <laughs> do uh, I get okay. a second attack? <laughs> you had to move and draw, right? Okay, yeah. I mean, if we didn't have our weapons out, then yes, then I'm done. That'll be the end of your turn. And at the end of your turn, you get to make another will save against this. Oh, please, this please, 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 spell. please, 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 please. Son of a biscuit! A 19 on the dice is it's not going to do it, Tyler. I'm so sorry. We're going into turn two. Alaris, we are back to you. <sighs> kind of wondering if I should go and kabonk Cassius. Save him some from himself. Please do. 
murder Cassius. Sounds great. I don't. I You're don't. the captain if he dies, Rebecca, is all I'm saying. Yeah, this is my power grab. Do El Kabong <laughs> rules apply here? Yeah, especially if you kill him. Cassius wakes up and now he's a gangster. <laughs> I, I mean, ugh, I think Alaris is really scared to get near that thing. And although if we kill the fish, presumably that, you know, gets the curse off of Cassius. And we're going to be stuck under the water anyway, because we already have two people who can't breathe air. So I think she's going to be emboldened by seeing Honto and Candoso stride right up to the scary, evil thing. Um, and also she wants to put some distance between herself and Cassius. <laughs> and Moving up and flanking. Flanking with Honto. All right. And... I have underwater marauder, so that means I can use slashing damage with without a any kind of penalty. So, right. I'm just wondering, do, do you need to make an athletics check to swim? Oh, that's a natural twenty. Oh, good roll. Well, I'm sorry. Let let let's settle that. I'm sorry. Do you have a, a swim speed or no? I don't. So, uh, per the skills in athletics, I'm gonna take some time to get there. I can move closer if I need to, like right next to Candoso. Make a uh, athletics check here. Okay, it's a twenty-one. Okay, so that is a critical success. Oh! You move through the water ten feet plus five feet per twenty foot of your land speed. What is your land speed? Thirty. So, the, it will take two actions to to get there. That's fine. She will oh, take boy. a. <laughs> Critical critical success on that curve blade when she gets there. Okay, slicing through with our our friend Honto flanking. How much how much damage are we talking? So that is going to be seven plus fifteen, and it is also flat footed because of the critical specialization effect. Oh my! To, I think to it's everyone. Flat footed to me. Let me check. Also, it's flat footed because of flanking. So I believe that means you get sneak attack damage. And I oh, believe, that's true. And I yeah. believe since it's a critical hit, you double sneak attack damage. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, so that that's 2d6, is right? This, is this going to be another one of those B short episodes where you're fighting the hornets? Oh, that was supposed to be crits? Hey, you indicated that you wanted a shorter episode. We're just delivering for you. So that's an additional 10 damage from the sneak attack. Um, and it is flat-footed until the start of my next turn, so that would be to everybody, That's but everybody, we're also yeah. flanking, so. 32 uh, points of damage 32, total? yeah. Okay. Machi, machi. Hey, Patrick, is the creature bloodied? I don't have to tell you that, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, it is by, by some, <laughs> some majesty after uh, just one turn. Can I just say I'm glad that I uh, opted to go for the monster and didn't crit Cassius. That could have been really bad. <laughs> you know, you just got to just crit each other, and this monster's like, good, good. Or Flotsam, <laughs> for that matter. It'd be great. If it's great that you didn't crit Flotsam. Okay. Yeah, this true. thing. This thing definitely has been snacked upon a good deal by. Well, it's been hit by three of you, but Honto and. Alaris are closest by. Honto, I think you got to join team bad guys right now. Uh, it, it's Good luck. I'm just telling you right off bat. <laughs> it's going to turn around and it's going to cast the same super high level spell on you, sir. Go ahead and make me a will save. 
Oh, what was that, Seth? I'm sorry. What was that? What was that oh. last piece of trash talking that you did? <laughs> what, what, what would you? Oh, no. <laughs> seven on the dice. So, so look, you know, um, I rolled a seven. <laughs> Patrick, seven, you know seven's seven's just kind of bad, friend, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, seven's kind of a bad roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patrick, wouldn't you say it was like really heroic for him to like swim up like really fast and like get behind him? <laughs> no, but you know what, Alaris, that crit is pretty darn heroic, <laughs> especially when you are afraid of death. Why don't you take a hero point? All right. I understand. <laughs> do you, Do you still have one? Seth, yeah. No, he used it. He used it to re-roll an attack. I used it to re-roll an attack like an idiot. <laughs> the attack hit, but also good news, you're not, uh, it's not a critical fail, which I, I should mention, It you don't get a new save every round if you critically fail. It's, it's real bad. But hey, Seth, I'm just going to change your token's icon color here to a deep maroon red. So you're joining... Team GM, let's go, guys. Let's take yes. on the rest. Yeah. All, right, team. All right, team. We only get three more of these. <laughs> um, that is its entire... Oh, no. That is two actions. So, well, first off, let me have Alaris and Shark Candoso make a fortitude save for its mucus cloud as you're now within five feet of this, this creature. All right. You guys are both sucking in the mucus and affected mm. by it. Mm, These C's and PF2 are so hard, man. <laughs> it is going to it, this thing. This is a monster. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna make a tentacle attack against Alaris. Oh no! And it's yeah, just his first attack this round. 18 oh, on the dice. The crit. A critical hit. Oh man! Let's, let's give that damage right back to you, Rebecca, and then maybe a little bit more. Maybe just a little bit more. I gotta stick to inanimate objects, guys. It they is don't fight back. It is close to the exact same amount of damage. 36 30. points of uh, bludgeoning damage, plus, you know, just some curse. Don't worry about it. Make another fortitude save for me. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know. Reroll that. I'm going to reroll that. <laughs> 14 on the dice. Oh, that's better. There we go. Four. There we go. Oh, my. You have failed. Oh no! Uh, Twenty-four on the dice. What? Uh, You don't feel any ill effects right now, but you can tell that this your your arm where this thing has slapped its tentacle into you is just covered in a clear goop. Hey, that's its turn though. Uh, She rolled a fifteen. But it's not the. It's not the end of my turn though. That's insane, dude. Honto, how would you like to dine on some fine shark fin soup? I mean, like shark is generally viewed as a very difficult prey. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in his in his in his culture, it typically would not go for that sort of thing. Usually, would go for like more prey. They're more vegetarian. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, he wants to eat the <laughs> the kelp. Uh, okay, so one action move over to our good friend. Candoso. Oh no, darn you and your good swim speed. <laughs> and uh, why don't you make me just two attacks? Uh, not um, any magical monk abilities, but just just a couple just of... Unarmed strikes? Yes. Should well, I actually... use like regular not monk damage unarmed strikes or... No, just like your regular attacks. Okay, because I don't have a macro for that. I pretty much have like punch hard. 
I mean, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I think I think if it's telling him to punch hard, he's yeah. You can just roll. Hard. Well, you can roll your. Um, oh great! Oh, a thirty-one. <laughs> it's not a crit. It's not a crit. <laughs> because I'm a shark, it's not a crit. Oh, oh my goodness! My you goodness. Guys. Thank. Goodness. I rolled a thirty-one on my what attack a, roll, which I luck. never do when I am trying to hit something. Almost minimum damage, though. That's not bad. That's yeah. pretty good. Doing pretty what's, well. What's attack number two? Oh, it's 23. Okay, that's just a hit. 20 points of damage total as you're tearing into this shark's flesh. And you get to make another, I'm a, well, I'm, save. I'm a better bad guy than I am a good guy. Well, but here's another will save chance. So Please. you have a good will save. 29. Oh, there and, we go. And you're back on team. Uh, yes. About to die. <laughs> oh, no, we're fine. Screw oh, I'm eating that you lizard. Know what, Patrick, <laughs> you can cool your jets. Okay. Well, y- your turn has you've you've shaken it off as obviously you don't like the taste of shark. Uh, Wait, this shark is my friend. You've been bloody. You almost bloodied him. Uh, that is your turn, though. Bringing us back to Donald Flotsam. Oh, it's not looking good. Ed Cassius, this is why there's a bounty on your head. Go away. <laughs> and, Stop attacking your crewmates. And Cassius needs to roll a willpower as I'm casting command on him. Ooh. Okay, can DC everybody get 21. out of my head? Okay. <laughs> I actually, made the DC exactly. You made it. Aww. Dang it. <laughs> I don't have a hero point to re-roll it. I would do it. I'm thinking about the Juggernaut videos. You know, you know the ones I'm talking about. Get out of my head, Get Charles! Get out of my head, Charles! Do you have a, a third action, Donald? Do you want to move away from the, the murderous captain? Yeah, I think I will move. So let me... Well, athletics, real quick. The DC in these calm waters is 10. Okay. So that so. will be a success... Five feet plus five feet per 20 feet of your land speed. Okay, I've got 25, so that means I can move 10 feet. All right, so you're backing away from Cassius. And we are back to Candoso. Oh, boy. Got to get away from that lizard. So I am (laughs) swimming around Yon yon Fish. Okay, now to to flank with the the Crit Master herself. Crit Master Flex. And I guess I'll make... A shark jaw attack. Oh boy. Oh, I'm worried about these. Ah, uh, 20 to hit. Six on the dice. Gotta say, gotta re-roll that one. Yeah. That was yeah. A, a miss by one. Oh, oh You can do better. You can do better, Jabert. I believe. With, with the flanking. That's more like a 28. Mm. Hit. Oh my good gracious. That's a lot. That's so close to minimum damage. <laughs> that was very bad damage <laughs> no. roll. Oh, Twice. no, on both of these. How much in Toto? Uh, eight points. Oh, boy. Okay. But, hey, this guy was already bloodied by multiple super attacks, right. so. Second attack! Oh, yeah. yeah. Keep it going. Oh! Three! Yes! Natural 20. It's uh, it's going to be a short episode, folks. <laughs> you, you, you got a shark tearing into the dorsal fins here, the backside of this creature. Right. You know, I thought I hated dorsal fins, but Patrick, what's with you in dorsal fins? It's the doors. It's the worst side of a fish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that is thirteen plus thirteen plus sixteen is oftentimes twenty (sighs) nine points of chomping damage. We're we're at. I would say every time thirteen and sixteen is twenty nine. Not well, especially this time. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's it's so much damage. The calculator is out here. Oh god, he's still up. He is still up and still a viable threat as we move on to Cassius Tyler. I'm, I'm flanking with the fish against against Oh no. Against Honto. Oh, no. Against Honto, but he's really hard to hit. Honto. I mean, but and I think this Cassius guy is up to it, right? You've got a swim speed, right? I think this guy yeah. over here, the shark just tore a hole in your Apolith friend. So no. I think you're going to swim over there and make a couple of attacks. All right. Against Shark Doso. Let's see. Can Can Doso. More like Can Doso. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, holy uh, hell. That was almost a natural try. <laughs> yeah, it almost was. 14 on this. That, I'm let's, guessing let's, that is a. Let's do the second. Let's do hit. the second attack and figure out what that is. The 17's a miss. Okay. All right. Just 12. Just 12 points of damage. Oakley Doakley, and give me another will save at the end of your turn. No, oh, don't worry. This is an auto fail. <laughs> too high, man. Nope. <laughs> it's a fail. It's too oh, high. No. <laughs> it's too high. I rolled a 14, but I, I have to roll a 16 or 17, I think, yes. to make it. Yes. I'm only rolling those on attacks, baby. That's just how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Attacking my friends, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the, so you're still under things. It's control as we move on to turn three. Alaris, back to you. All right, she is flanking with the shark, and she is going to take her curve blade to this gigantic fish. Oh, that's a 29. Oh, my gosh. So so close, but not a crit. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Wait, no. Uh, the oh, It's flat-footed. Oh, no. Extra damage. Oh, no. <laughs> So nice. an additional four damage. I thought you were saying flat-footed, and therefore, does a 29 reach the critical? I thought no. it would. Uh, no, no. So its AC must be 23, mm. then. Yes, sorry. It is! <laughs> you, you figured it out! Uh, that is... Tw it's a 21, sorry, 21 total. Uh-huh. Still up. Oh, no. oh, I have more attacks, though. I have more attacks. Oh, forceful. Keep Save me, forceful. Save please, me. please give me another oh. turn. Oh, oh no, yes. that's an 18. But I have a hero point. I could reroll. You have multiple, don't you? Uh, well, I already used one of them, but I have one oh, left. Oh, right, right. Oh, that's a turn. Oh. Alaris slices into this thing. Yeah. <laughs> dropping <laughs> off its head at the gills. And we are, we are out of combat. Woo. Does, so what 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 kind of uh what kind of situation are we looking at here? Is Cassius still under a spell? I, I think you will get a you know a free immediate uh, ability to shake this off. But I think you, uh, until you would like naturally save against this, hey, there, there's a save. You, you would just be like dazed almost, perhaps. Oh, it, it does say do 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 do. Yeah, I mean until you you make a success, a success. I, I don't know if. Indeed, uh, you would do anything if you didn't have like direct commands. Commands, so you'd just be floating there. But hey, only most of you have to hang out underwater here with your new friend Flotsam for the next three hours. Oh, Cassius I'm going is fishing. Cassius is pulling the eyes out of that fish. If it's still <laughs> around physically, those eyes are his. He's going to yeah. remember this. I was going to say, Hanto is just going to go ahead and proudly take his spear, and he's going to start fishing like you yeah. wanted to do. Well, oh, you've actually, got the time now. 
It does look like there's a, a shipwreck here. Is there anything like treasure or anything hidden among the ruins, potentially? You know, I wasn't going to add any treasure in here, but why don't you make me a perception check and we'll see okay. how, how treasureful it is. It's a 28. Oh, man. Wasn't everyone? Make a 30? Man. Natural 20 for Cassius. Oh, way to go. Way to go. Can't roll it on a will save, but perception for treasure. Cassius all of a sudden is locked. Oh, <laughs> oh no, Flotsam. Uh, is that just a, a hard roll, too? What, what's your bonus? Yeah. There's no Plus way nine, that so. you can only have a two. That is no. not uh, possible. It's. The makers are, aren't working right. I've got okay. a perception of nine, so that would be an 11 total. Oakley doakley. Uh, so is Flotsam the only one who's not stuck down here for three hours? <laughs> yeah, I think you can just uh, pop upstairs. Can, and, uh, you can hang out with us. I you mean, can relay yeah. this. Well, the, the problem is the water breathing for one hour versus the mucus for three. Well, yeah. you can hang out for the next 55 minutes, basically. <laughs> What else is there to do down here, Patrick? Just just wait for me to make some randomly generated treasure for you guys. Oh, it's, okay. it's, uh, so so water checkers is what we're saying here. Well, yeah, you know, you, you collect some shells. Can I make can I make a check to to fish for crab and other another exotic fish for us to eat? Are you just going to embarrass these other teams that you sent out here in the water? Is that what you're going to try and do? But no, yeah. I'm just trying to say that Cassius is wrong to stop him from fishing. I hope you roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> make make me that that check while to fill in time. Survival. Here. You somehow lose fish. Is it survival? <laughs> yeah, or fishing lore, whatever you. Yeah, yeah, fishing lore. Survival yeah. is better than fishing lore for me. Ooh, that's not a great roll. That's a four on the dice. Um, this is for a total of fourteen. Yeah, Hanto, you're really good at fishing. Everyone else, make a a, a survival check and see if you do better than Hanto. <laughs> don't you don't have to. You don't have to. Okay, well, uh, all right. <laughs> I. <laughs> Yay, Flotsam! <laughs> Great job, Flotsam. What do you what call Flotsam the Fisher? <laughs> Lots of the fishermen. That's what Lots we call of them. The best. Nineteen. Oh my goodness gracious! Call him old Hanto. Can't catch fish. <laughs> and roll a twenty-four on my fishing lore. Oh hey. well. Uh, there you, you go. Re you remember a great time when you used to catch fish? <laughs> <laughs> you can go prompt yourself, Jabert. <laughs> I mean, although to be fair, I don't know what Ichito's survival is either. So he may not. 14 may be enough yeah. to just whoop yep. the rest of the crew in terms yeah, okay. of ability. Uh, so in, I, I've randomly generated some treasure here. Uh, inside, indeed, a small chest that you found that seems to have been buried beneath the sand and some, some rotted planks. You find, we're going to call this. Uh, 60 gold pieces and five silver. There hey, is. Cassius can pay off half of his freaking bounty at this point. <laughs> there I'll turn myself in, thank you. Is a a couple of sealed, uh, one's a vial and one is a, a potion bottle. 
Uh, inside, it is a... As you get back, you can figure this out. <laughs> uh, when you're above water, a couple hours. An elixir of dark vision lesser. A moderate anti-plague. You find a, uh, I believe, a magical permanent item uh, amongst the gold coins. What looks like a grinning skull uh, atopping the, the bow of a macabre-looking key. Uh, seemingly made of bone of some sort. And this is a skeleton key. Ooh. It works. Uh, it, you could be used in place of thieves' tools when attempting to pick a lock and grants a, a bonus to the thievery check to do so. Nice. Very convenient for thieves. Give it to Candoso. <laughs> I'm going to put in the party loot. Of course, what happens when you guys get back to the Tidebreaker and are able to breathe air once again and continue on your journey with a new compatriot in the form of a flotsam. Uh, all that will be a tale for another time. Next time on Dead Men Robocrits. Yar! My. Yar. I was imagining this fight would go a lot longer, but here we are. Here, here, we, be. here we are. It helps to crit. Several I times. mean, it helps when you crit like four times. Way to go, yeah, Donald. Yeah, Rebecca crit. I crit against Flotsam. Yeah, uh, Jabert crit. Right. I mean, me Patrick critty, crit. Critty in there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, crits, all, crits all around. Great job, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that crit. Hanto didn't crit. Oh. Hanto, Hanto, you'll There's get him next, next time, time, buddy. Yeah. Hanto also didn't do a really good job fishing. <laughs> it's the yeah. thing Seth's best at is critting and fishing. Fishing for critting. Critting and fishing, the, the Honto Fish podcast. <laughs> uh, guys, um, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. Uh, thank you for playing with me this week. Thank, thank you, you, Patrick. Patrick. As always. As always. Uh, thank uh, you for Donald, joined. No, thank you. <laughs> I love this. Love this character so much. Um, <laughs> We talked about it, and uh, I mean, we, we can't do a whole post-episode thing about it, but it is involved with Cassius's background. We have a character formed with oh perhaps a little bit of information that will, will come out in the future. So uh, I don't know if you're a member of the crew or a passenger or you're just hanging out for the time being, but they can't get rid of you, even if they tried. <laughs> well, I, I have to know. say, favorite. I really like Flotsam. I hope less she more of them. Oh, oh. boy. Oh, I, I'm starting oh boy. to wonder if he'll become the goblin-esque uh, mascot yeah. of the crew. No. We don't need no <laughs> goblins. We got leshies on these high seas. I think so. It'll be, one, it'll be one of those things we're like having a big meeting and we've got and there are pirates from all sorts of ships all like well, we're all together and then, and then there will be flotsam and they'll be like by the way what's up with the leshy I, hey I was you got a problem with the leshy deals off that's just that's just, that's just in the contract <laughs> i was hoping the it, it would come up perhaps in the combat here but uh uh your your character knows invisibility and I imagine we'll use that to great effect on the ship. Just like, yeah, you disappear for like months at a time. <laughs> <laughs> like how oh, I've been here the, literally the entire time. And and the good news is he also knows obscuring mist. Cause I know how important that is to the crew. Oh, it's oh basically so everyone, 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 everyone loves it. Except for me, the opposite of that. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. This will be the only pirate ship where the crew never actually sees the ship. <laughs> we just fumble around and hope the sails are, are, are correct. Are they yeah, right? They're, they're probably fine. <laughs> It's not known as the tidebreaker. It's known as the rolling fog. Like it's just yeah. like, like that's what everybody else knows the best. But but just think of the legends it would create about you know the tidebreaker coming out of the fog. You mm-hmm. never know it's going to be there until it's too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it would always mostly, be preceded by the tidebreaker mostly... coming out of the fog, and then the captain going. Where the heck are we, boys? I have no idea. And then they Is start rolling port? critical hits on each other. Or you, yeah. you cast it on the, the backside of the ship, and then it always looks like you're on fire or st- streaming through a cloud. It's a cool yeah. cool effect. Yeah, I mean, it, it also it also would be a great, like, April 20th sort of gag, sort of <laughs> gag... Uh, a oh, spell to cast. That's a very, that's a very, uh, like, why did breaker. you, why that, why that, why that date in particular, Jibbert? Why is that is the date? 420 blazing. <laughs> oh. oh. Other pirates. Have you heard about the tiebreaker? It leaves behind chemtrails. So we've <laughs> they're, they're blazing oh, 420 no. on them high seas. Har. <laughs> a new minion for the high seas. Harg. Uh, oh no, it's Billy Corgan, the pirate. Every it's single me. one of these uh, these Patreon guest episodes has been more fun than the last, <laughs> and we, we still got them going. Oh, um, Patrick, with the scarecrow type remarks, you gotta cut it out, man. No, I, I'm setting it up for next next time we have one on. The, the stakes have been raised once again. Uh, a fun combat, fun fun new character. Uh, once again, Donald, thanks so much for being here. And, and thank you, Donald. Staying, staying up Great late, fun. Donald. This is a uh, ton of fun. And you and everyone else out there that is supporting on us on Patreon that is making this podcast possible. Thanks so much. I mean, it's 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 been a crazy ride, and this is episode thirty-five, right? Thirty-six. Uh, well, thirty-six. We've been we've been jumping into these adventures and, and having a good time. Book two, so good. It's so much fun, and uh, it, it's been made all the more fun by having some some cool side adventures. <laughs> That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll we'll catch you next time on the high seas of Dead Men Roll No Crits. Yarr! Yarr!